Well, listeners, you might have noticed by that strange intro music, not not the usual This Old Dungeon music, that this is our off episode. This is your chance, once per year, to sit down with me and my buddy Christopher Tupa and hear us talk about stupid stuff dealing with Halloween. Because, uh, you know, hey, we don't get to talk to each other very often, so uh, we got to make a you know a date on the calendar. Christopher, how are you doing? I, I was really good. Uh, although you said this is the off the off podcast with me that's kind of uh <laughs> i'm not sure how to take that <laughs> no i'm doing i'm doing great man uh i love talking about halloween with you uh any subjects fun but uh halloween's my favorite uh time of year so it's perfect same here and, and you know i mean we, we'll probably at some point talk a little bit about games somewhere along the line folks so it's not totally a tangent but, uh, but a little <laughs> bit you know just wanted to give you the warning up front because i know you know uh Looking at our episodes, you know, uh, certain certain topics hit and certain topics don't, and um, we're 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 making this more to entertain ourselves than anything else. So uh, <laughs> sure, you know, sure. Well, fire hey, uh, speak, speaking of games, um, I took the kids to a haunted a haunted house. Uh, actually, they call it like a fear fear park. It was um, okay. it's about an hour from here, and they had four haunted houses in the same area. With like okay. um, some food trucks and some music and stuff, so you paid one price and you could go through all all the and each one is a different theme, but the very first one that we went we went in it was like a Mad Max kind of theme like uh, apocalypse into the world, but it wasn't a haunted house. It was laser tag, <laughs> and what it was they had like a little arena set up with tires and old cars and like skeletons and and. They split everybody in two teams, and you ran around shooting each other. And then they had, uh, I guess, workers or whatever, kind of dressed like um, Mad Max people, run around trying to scare you, like while you were <laughs> shooting. So, I mean, that's kind of a, a game. A totally concept. unexpected. I like that. Yeah, we we thought it was a haunted house, but it was like haunted laser tag. So that's that's a pretty full cool game, C- pretty cool game. What were the other three like? Uh, so the the second one we did was a movie, uh, movie movie theme so you went in like an old movie theater and then as you went through that house each um i guess kind of set piece was a different movie like it uh friday 13th freddy krueger and a bunch i didn't know but it was really neat because you you went down dark uh hallways and stuff and it transitioned into the next part and it was really creepy i mean people were jumping out left and right and crawling (laughs) around and stuff um the other one was uh like um a hospital slash mental asylum kind of thing, uh, which is really, which is really neat. And the last one was uh, circus slash clown themed. But um, this is the first time I've ever done one like this. They gave you like three D kind of glasses, uh, like disposable three D glasses, and you wore them as you went through. And they had the whole thing painted sort of like in that uh, black light kind of. Mm-hmm bright orange and green and purple. So with the glasses, uh, uh, everything kind of looked like it was 3D. So like they would paint, uh, like on the floor, they would paint like um, you're walking on like like a, I don't know, like a pier or a bridge, but it looked like it was 3D. So whenever you would like try to step off it, you weren't sure if you were going to fall. And (laughs) and, um, 
they had like paintings of clowns and stuff on the wall. And when you would walk by, they would like kind of come out of the wall. And uh, some of the walls, they would they had like bricks and skulls painted on them, but they all looked 3D. And so it was really neat. And then, they, of course, they had clowns jumping out and scaring you and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, it was great. That sounds awesome, man. I, you know, it, it's always like interesting to see the evolution of, of you know, combining tech with with uh, theater and drama and, and, and how you can use it all together. I, I've never, you know, I, I've seen this stuff before where you have the projections on walls, you know, okay, yeah. things. Sure. But I've never seen it, you know, them use like paint and do 3Ds and, and, and use the environment to make it, you know, you know, where, where you can touch it, some of that, like, uh, you know, acrophobia and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really neat. I've been through quite a few haunted houses and I've never seen that. And it was really neat because you're trying to like, you know, you know, something's going to jump out or scream or something, but at the same time, the walls are like 3D and the floor is 3D. So you're not really sure where to look. <laughs> and then then they sometimes they have like a fake clown but because of the glasses it looks like it's moving i mean it was it was pretty neat it was really cool now the glasses were they the traditional like two color lenses or were they more no. like polarized ones like from the movie or yeah they well they they were just uh like paper paper cardboard glasses but the lenses were kind of clear but yeah. when you when you wore them like outside while we were waiting in line it was everything was fuzzy and it really hurt your eyes. But when you got in there with the colors, I guess, um, I don't know if it was the black light in, in addition to those glasses that, you know, you know, it, it, it worked. I'm not really sure. I didn't really have time to, to study it. Cause I was too busy screaming. <laughs> <laughs> and then my kids left me at one point. Okay. Here, here's the gaming related bit here. Uh, so I did game hole con this last weekend I shared a booth with a buddy of mine, Brian Shutter, who does a game called Neon Lords of the Toxic Wasteland. Okay, cool. And, um, he did an entire adventure in 3D with the like the two color glasses, really? where you know as you're flipping through it, he just made the art so that it was you know oh, like one black way and red and misaligned, and it you know it was really cool, man. I'm gonna have to steal that one. Oh, that's really neat. Or something. I have some uh, some comic books they're i don't know i, I want to say 90s or 80s but they're kind of like swiss family robinson stuff like that but they're 3d so you would wear those glasses while you're reading the comic and it was kind of 3d well, that's cool it's pretty neat. i love that stuff i remember like uh what was it camera if it's called hot dog or or something like that there was it was like a, a little kids magazine we used to get um when i was in elementary school and for a while there every every issue would have like a 3d poster that you could Oh, nice. Come with it. That magazine sounds familiar. So uh, one of the things we talked about, because, I mean, we've had a couple episodes, and it's it's getting to where I don't even remember really if, if we talked about a certain thing or not. Right, yeah. And the Lord knows I don't want to re-listen to us. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so we're trying to find themes, so we make sure we, we're covering some new ground. Um, we, we threw back and forth a couple themes, and then I kind of I think if, I feel like I strong-armed you into the theme of, like, ultimate halloween party like if you're throwing a halloween party what would be some things you would do what would be cool you know that kind of thing okay sure um, yeah i have a list i'm ready and i guess one of the things that we, we didn't talk about ahead of time is like is this party for adults is this party for kids is it a party now or a party back when we were you oh, know in college okay. or high school or elementary yeah. school? okay i kind of, i kind of assumed we we're if like if we were throwing a party right now okay 
for, that, for that's that's what I play. Although you know, honestly, uh, mine would probably work for anything because I'm a big kid, so <laughs> I probably wouldn't change. I don't know if I would change anything. Very good, um, <laughs> actually. Th- were you thinking a party where you would invite families? Yeah, um, you know, honestly, um, you looking at what I kind of have written down. Um, my party could be for anybody and everybody simply because, uh, well, once we get into it, you'll kind of see, but I, I'm not real big on, on alcohol or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I know you could have like a whole different party where, you know, playing drinking games and whatnot, but I didn't, I didn't go down that route at all. Um, okay. I, I didn't either. So, okay. okay. I think we'll, yeah. we'll be kind of hitting the same tone here. Okay, cool. Yeah. I left all that out. So where, where do you want to start? Do you want to start at like way back at the invites i didn't i didn't really think anything about those but maybe you did i don't know um no but but would be a really cool invite it's like a like a coffin that opens or like a bat or something you know and you open it and it's i mean that's i'm sure that's probably been done a million times but actually i think little hanging fruit there i was really expecting more out of you yeah you know i think it's because um i have a record uh it's a it's it's orange and it's from disney it's haunted sounds or haunted mansion or something yeah i um, want to say it's like so- sounds from the haunted mansion or yes yeah i yes. listened to that last halloween while i was doing some okay laundry. and uh i think that's the one that on the record sleeve it has like different kind of party stuff you could cut out and i think one of them is like a bat or a coffin um so I, that's that's kind of what triggered that but i thought it you know just sitting here because again I, I didn't really think about this prior to the show but um I say it might be neat to um to send out just like a real like ominous mysterious envelope uh and then inside is an obituary for the person that you're sending it to um <laughs> it simply says like you know last seen at and it gives like the time and date of the party there you know you okay. just do it as like a form letter and you just have it like fill in that bit for oh each. yeah yeah yeah, or or you could say if you don't come to this party, you're dead. <laughs> yeah. Dead to me, man. Dead to me. No. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Be there right. or be dead. Um. Yeah, that's cool. Um. Now, now here's the question: Do you do you have the audacity to uh, to have the party on Halloween, or do you have it near Halloween? What do you think's better? Uh, man. You know. So, okay, so if it's gonna be like a whole family where you're inviting kids or whatever it'd have to it would probably not be on halloween so they could go trick-or-treating or whatever um if you're talking like older kids i would probably do it on halloween because i try to get my kids to go trick-or-treating and they won't anymore um because i just like being out <laughs> Bring in daddy home some candy. <laughs> i just like being out walking around with you know um, to be able, like see all the other people out yeah, doing their thing, see the it's, you're just kind of in, in the mood in the zone but um so so yeah so it, in that case I'd probably do it on Halloween night so you'd have something to do because where we live we don't trick or treating is not very uh, we live in a small town like half the town goes trick or treating so uh, the houses are kind of spread out so you have to drive everywhere so it's really not very fun where we live. Yeah, I know that when when the kids were really little, you know, a lot of times you know like on Halloween. You know, we take them, take them trick or treating there. You know, while it was still daylight, mostly, and you know, we'd only hit family since they were little, little. Yeah. Uh, so we'd be done by like six o'clock. So I okay. used to like want to have friends over later in the night and you know play games or whatever. But, oh, okay, uh, sure. But yeah, yeah, I think I think you're right. Like if you're doing like whole families with kids, and definitely the the, the cool thing to do than the 
the right thing to do is to do it on a, a weekend opposed to Halloween. Yeah. Versus- or, or, you know, after, uh, trick or treating and the kids, you know, went to bed or, you know, or they, you know, like if you had a big sleepover or something, that could be kind of cool. Yeah. Well, and, but- you know, once you said that, it triggered my memory that, um, one time we went trick or treating with, uh, Susan, my wife's, uh, sister-in-law or well, her sister, my sister-in-law and, uh, in their neighborhood, there was a family that kind of did this thing where like, after you're done trick-or-treating, you go to their house and it's a big bash and, and there's, you know, like snacks and food and oh wow, uh, you know, pop and stuff. And people are, you know, meandering in the backyard and ha- having a blast. Oh. So, you know, that could be a, a fun thing too, to make it like the destination at the end of your, end of your hall there. Yeah, that's pretty neat. I've never, I've never heard of that. That's cool. All yeah. Right, so-, so we've got the invitations, we've got the date planned, um, so what, uh, where do you want to go from here? How do we? Okay. So here, here's what I was thinking. So you got to, so are you going to have the party at, at your house or, you know, or, or, or I guess, okay, let's say you're going to have it at your house. You got to have lots of decorations, right? Mm-hmm. Um, would you go like the spooky route or would you just like go kind of like the Martha Stewart route with pumpkins <laughs> and, you know, like the, the yeah. more, uh, the little wooden trendy kind of, yeah. I'd go spooky. I'd try to look like the Munster's house or something. Yeah, you know, I, you know, if uh, again, folks, we're we're talking the, the party of our dreams. Um, so I would love to, uh, you know, do it upright, build some little theater flats, you know, with the the foam on them and, oh, and carve yeah. into it, and okay. make like dungeon walls and stuff. Oh and, yeah, and like the living room or something. That'd be, or you know, it would be really neat. So, um, I think you live in an older house too. My house is yeah. older. It'd be really neat if you could get like um an older house that still looks old <laughs> you know <laughs> and have the party there so it's kind of got that creepy uh you know that it's got the creepy atmosphere and then you can kind of just dress it up a little bit well there you go listeners like if you're in the middle of like gutting a house to uh remodel it <laughs> you just put that project off a little bit and just party uh, venue you know, rent it out for parties party <laughs> That would be fun though, yeah. Have half the walls torn out and stuff. Yeah. So, um, one of, one of the things I thought would be neat. So, you know, now everybody likes taking selfies and pictures and stuff. It'd be neat to have uh like one room or like one section of your room that's like I love glow in the dark stuff. So I think it'd be really cool to have like a little photo op that's glow in the dark stuff or painted glow in the dark or something. You know that that. Yeah, you know, like or, or big, even big not even necessarily for the photo op, but just like a like a little spot to kind of hang out. Or um, have you? And also uh, another spot would be: Have you heard of uranium glass? Huh. So I think it was back. Uh, I'm probably gonna get all this wrong, but I want to say 30s, 40s, 50s. I'm not sure. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Like that, like that, um, vibrant colored, like uh, yeah, it's like green settings and stuff. Yes, and you put it under like a black light. It's like kind of glows yeah um it's like a bright green it's almost like glow in the dark green but it's because the paint they used i believe has uranium in it or the glass something how when they made it they put uranium in it to make it a certain color of green i believe it wasn't uranium because that's like such a rare like like even like a little ounce of it's like million well i don't know about millions but it's it's, it's very very valuable but but I, i i do know what you're talking about a little bit my brother he's a nuclear engineer and I remember him oh, getting wow. some from uh, Goodwill. And he's like, oh, oh really? man, you won't believe what I found at Goodwill. I'm like, yeah. oh, great, man, you got a plate there. Cool, all right. 
But, yeah, uh, he, yeah, he showed me like you can, it, it gives off the, you know, like you can get a gagger counter, whatever. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the when, the, um, when the ladies that made it, um, they all got, ra they got radiation poison and stuff <laughs> from the, from the paint or whatever. Cause it was back, you know, back then. Yeah, nobody. But did. if you look at pictures, uh, you know, with the black light and stuff, it glows really, it looks really neat. So that'd be really cool to have like in a haunted house or a Halloween party. That would. I also think it'd be neat to build like a like a some sort of like coffin or maybe like a like a little bench that looked like a coffin. I mean, I, you know, that's that's really putting it all in there. But but that's what we're talking about, anyhow. Oh like, yeah, sure. Hey, you got party. why not, right? Yeah. Actually, uh, going back to the haunted houses, I went to haunted houses years a haunted house years ago, and they had a coffin where you could climb in and take your picture. Yeah, you know, that's, that's and, what I was thinking for that photo yeah. we're talking about. That would be cool to. I did that. My mom was not happy. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't like that picture. Have you ever seen? Uh, you know, how, like in the Victorian era, um, and oh my goodness, they got a name. There's a special name for them, but I can't think of what it is. Uh, not requiems, but but anyhow, there was like a craze where you know photography was somewhat new, and it was sort of like socially in to take pictures of the dead laying in state. Have you ever seen some of those before? Oh, yes. Yeah. And that, didn't they uh, do death masks and all that? Yeah, and all that. Is that know. the same time period? Yeah. Um, I think death masks, um, it, it might have been the same time period, but I know they also kind of got, um, that kind of lingered on. Because I know, like, you you look at some of those famous film stars from the, the early aughts, you know, like the, or I said early aughts, but whatever. I don't know what you'd call that. Early 1900s. So, um you know, like the a lot of the classic movie actors that I'm real big fans of, um, a lot of them had death okay. masks and things. So I think that that might have lingered. Either either they overlapped and the death masks lingered on, or maybe it was two separate crazes okay. and, and death masks were later. I'm not real sure. I'm, I'm, I'm googling, man. I'm going to google. Hey, well, right there's now. a there's a party game. You, everybody could make their own death mask. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, and you get, and that's a lot of fun too. Have you ever, uh, you ever made a mask in your face in one of your art classes or anything? No, with like plaster of Paris or what? Yeah, with the straws up your nose and all that kind of stuff. I, I've never, I've never been the one that had it made on me, but I've had to make it. Oh wow! On other folks before. All right, so, uh, so Google says that uh, you know, obviously, you know, death masks have been a thing forever and ever and ever. Uh, you know, going back to the Egyptians. But um, looking to me like modern culture was from 1880 to 1920. So I guess it probably overlapped quite a bit with those those pictures. And while we're Googling, let's find out what those uh, pictures of people lying in state are called. Um, but yeah, that'd be a fun activity to kind of make a death mask, you know, of, of uh, you know, people there at the party and uh, be a neat little thing you could have on a shelf to remind you of the evening. Yeah. Um. I'm actually, we're actually doing a sort of, uh, I don't know that's really necessarily a Halloween party, but a fall party for a club that I run at school. And I was trying to find some things, you know, little, little craft things that we could do that, you know, these are junior high kids. So you can't just do the, you know, like the, the glove decked out to look like a turkey or nothing like that. <laughs> uh, so oh, I'm trying yeah, to find yeah. some things they would think we're fun but but uh, we're easy to do and, and and you know time consuming or whatever and it's hard there, there's you know there's not a lot of yeah crafts that are just in that. yeah yeah 
that the kids that age would find fun. But that, that one would be maybe a cool one to do. I, it's a little too late for me to get going this year, but um, we made uh, in the past we've made shrunken heads, and I can't really do that in one night though. It's it takes several weeks. For oh, the is that with the apple? Yeah, you carve the apple and then put it in a dehydrator if you have one, or you can sit it out on like a string for about two okay. weeks, three weeks. Uh, and it shrinks up real nice. You can stitch it up and paint it and do all sorts of cool stuff to it. Oh, wow. Will it will it stay like that or does it eventually rot? No, it, it actually does stay like that. I've got one that uh, I made, oh, man, like 15 years ago. I call it Fred the Head. I got it kind of hung up by the uh, <laughs> chalkboard in school. Uh, and, you know, because I, I'll do the actual activity with the kids every other year. So they, they get to see how it was made. But, you know, I try to keep them going for a while. Tell them, oh, yeah, it's a shrunken head. It's, you know, that was a kid that went here that I you know, <laughs> had a voodoo priest put That's a spell funny. on and all that kind of silliness. <laughs> I'm not having any luck Googling what those pictures are called, but I swear they've got a name. Um, anyhow, uh, other crafts, other things you could do at the party. I think, you know... um decorating cookies you know i know that's normally like a christmas time thing but that's kind of also you could have a lot of fun with like putting things out on on the table to decorate them with to make them like really like gory or horrible or whatever oh sure um, yeah, you could that's... use even your usual you could put like bunny rabbits from easter out there and santa claus and stuff and yeah yeah i always like the uh like the food that they make cookies look like fingers and eyeballs and, yeah. and spiders and stuff. Yeah, that was that was one of the things I had on my list that maybe we get to talking about is like what food would you serve? So um, okay, yeah. about fingers. That was one of my list is mummy fingers where you take you take a crescent roll and you just take a pizza cutter and put it into smaller strips, wrap it around a hot dog. You know, it's just a pig in a blanket basically. But then you shove like <laughs> a, an almond sliver or whatever at the tip of the hot dog. So it looks like it's oh. a severed mummy finger. Oh, nice, nice. I like the uh, the brain mold that you can make jello. You put jello in the brain mold. Yeah. Yes. The uh, and then you put little little things in it too. Little uh, you know, gummy worms or fruit or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Worse. Um, buddy of mine last year gave me a set of um. Oh, I'm gonna forget the whole name and everything. I believe it was called the Monster Maker. Um, it was a toy out in the 70s when I was a kid that you put these these white molds together and, and you put plaster of Paris in them. And then you put it in this machine that you have to hang hand crank for ever and ever and ever it felt like as a kid. <laughs> but it, it makes like a hollow plaster of Paris mold of these things. And it had like Frankenstein and Bigfoot and a bunch of oh, like nice. non- uh, non-licensed monsters you know non-ip monsters and stuff and then you would after you know after doing that you'd paint it up and stuff but anyhow he he heard me talk about how oh i really love that toy as a kid but i haven't seen it and when i have seen it online it's you know going for big bucks uh, and he just happened to have a set of the molds he didn't have the machine itself but he he shot him over to me so that's something that i've been uh wanting to do is is make a bunch of jello molds of those uh nice definitely got to get some jello in there somehow it's some creepy jello piece there along along that that exact same thing you're talking about when um actually i think it was back uh it might have been when i lived in indiana i had a uh, plaster of paris mold kit kind of like that but it was the go bots and really? it, it came with like uh some little molds and you poured plaster of paris in it 
it dried and then you could paint them and one of the one of the colors of paint was glow in the dark oh and cool. anyway so that was you know uh let's say for 35 40 years ago right yeah. well maybe 10 years ago my brother was in houston and he went to like this uh sort of i don't want to say upscale but a but a kind of fancy little chocolate shop and they had somehow they had got a hold of those molds and were using them to make chocolate oh that is awesome yeah he he bought some for me and i was like this is the exact same mold that i had when i was a kid i've never seen them since or anything and but there they were they were using them to make chocolate <laughs> That's pretty that, random. That would be a great thing, man. You even put it on a stick or something. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. I pretty didn't neat. realize they made one of those for GoBots. Yeah, uh, I still have. I have the. I have a couple of the little plaster things. I don't have the molds or you know anything else, but I have a few of the the plaster things you know boxed away. Um, yeah, it's pretty neat. Um, I was gonna say I remember one uh, being for like My Little Pony or something. I remember seeing. I think it was my cousin had that and and had painted it up. You know as as all kids do in a horrifically terrible way, <laughs> you know, with the <laughs> yeah. watchy paint, you know, no base coats, got the plaster showing through everywhere. Oh, sure. But, uh, that's what makes it special. Oh, you know, it'd be fun for Halloween, Halloween shrinky dinks. Oh yeah. I forgot all about those. You could make little, uh, things. I don't know, little people or jewelry or pendants or something. And, uh, you can make like your own too by, yeah. um, yeah, they like, make like clear, the clear sheets. plastic plates that they sell. Those do it. And, you know, obviously like your, uh cellophane or mylar or whatever that is the the stuff they use for chip bags um that'll also shrink down of course that's already got print on it but but yeah that'd be awesome yeah that was actually one of uh when um uh, when i first moved to texas i made my own little D D characters out of shrinky dinks because <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't find it i couldn't find any here so i drew them and then shrunk them down and glued them on like a little piece of plastic or something so they would stand up yeah, people. That's like a, a, a kind of a, a more recent fad. Is uh, basically the same thing. A lot of people are making two dimensional standees that are made out of plastic, and usually oh. it's like a somewhat of a see through plastic. Oh, okay. You, you were ahead of the curve, man. Yeah, you man. Uh, I missed it. I could be driving a uh, floating in a yacht right now. <laughs> so, uh, any other food you can think of? I mean, obviously, you got to have chips. I wonder, like. You know, is there anything cool you could do with the dip or the chips to make uh, make that more Halloween? Yeah, um, I mean, you could make the, the dip look green or gross or chunky or something. But uh, last, not last year, I think the year before, I made the Ecto Cooler, the old. Uh, yeah. The, there's like a kind of like a formula online that you could actually kind of make it. So I thought that'd be kind of fun to make that, you know, as a punch because it's kind of a cool looking green. Uh, and that'd be kind of neat if you had little mugs that were <laughs> Ghostbuster mugs or skeletons or, or ghosts or something cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, that Slimer Green, I can remember that stuff just like it was yesterday. Yeah. Uh, in, in the mugs and stuff, I wonder if you could, you know, huh? Because you can go online, you can get like mugs and stuff made pretty easy with like just sort of basically a, like a decal put on them uh, or, you know, a, a translucent decal. Uh so yeah, you, you could definitely uh you know hit it up with some Ghostbuster uh you know. Well, yeah, then everybody could just take it home with them. Yeah, nice little party yeah. favorite. 
I'm sorry, just just thinking of all the possibilities. Now I want to quit this podcast and get busy on my party. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't uh, focus too much on the food because I I just kind of wrote down uh, food that looks gross or like fingers or bugs. <laughs> <laughs> um, trying to think of things that'd be fun to serve the food in. You know, uh, uh so uh, what is it? Uh, Temple of Doom. You know the scene where they eat the monkey brains. Oh yes, dude. Yeah, I know nowadays a lot of people get, they say it's, you know, insensitive or whatnot because yeah. of, you know, the culture. But I always thought that was super cool. Um, it'd be really neat to have like that jello brain served like in a a skull or, a, you know, yeah, it like had to be a monkey skull, skull. Put inside that, yeah. Yeah, that'd be kind of fun. Oh, or you could bring out like a, um, like a big doll, like a Chucky doll, you know, kind of like that size, like, uh-huh. you know, like a big, uh, a big doll and you could you could <laughs> you could like have it where he's cut open and you got to dig in and like pull out you know candy and stuff and eat it <laughs> yeah, that might be a little too much i don't know maybe maybe yeah. have like a little alien you know paper yeah yeah sticking out of the middle of the candy that'd be cool um trying to get anything else on the food category category before we move away um yeah that's you know I think we probably got it covered there. I don't, I don't, I can't. Yeah, I mean, lots of candy, I guess. Drinks. Have you ever done the thing? It's got a lot of different names. Uh, this old witch or that old witch or whatever, where you've got like food items inside shoe boxes that, and it's like, for instance, like spaghetti that's cooked, and you're like, oh, and this is her hair, and oh, you got to feel, you stick your hand you in, reach in the the box and feel for it. Oh. I've never done it, but I've I've heard about it and seen it like on TV, but I've never been somewhere that did that. Sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to do that. I've we we've done something a little bit like that at school before, but n- never never to the degree I would want to take it, you know, if we were doing it as part of a Halloween party. But uh, I, I think the, the the ultimate would be to have like the one of the boxes, probably the last box maybe, um, be a trick box. Where like the way you're holding the box, you have like one of your own hands inside it because there's a hole in the bottom. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, and this is her hand, and you you have to be real like real good at keeping still because you get like the first couple of people to fill in there, and like, wow, that really feels like a real hand. And then like the last person you grab their you hand, grab you them. Know, yes, that would be great. That would be funny. Okay, is your party a costume party or is it just yes, like definitely you know, okay definitely. Yeah, so so I kind of thought I thought it would start. Um, people wear costumes, uh, and then once we kind of get into the games and stuff. Um, but I thought you know maybe towards the end of the evening because um, I I kind of thought you know you'd uh, play some games and then maybe end it or at the same you know or maybe like end it watching like a scary movie or like a classic movie. But mm-hmm. I thought maybe towards the end people might want to take their costumes off and just kind of you know watch watch a movie you know watch an old Dracula yeah. or something. I remember as a kid always making that mistake. Cause like I was so into the costumes and whenever we would go to like an event that, you know, where you wore a costume or even in high school, so latest high school, I would have this super elaborate costume. And then it like, just, you know, it was real cool when you first showed up and everyone was like, Oh, that costume's awesome. And then the rest of the night just sucked. Cause you, you're sweating and you, you had all this anything. crap that you had to carry around. Yeah. And, um, one thing going back to the crafts, maybe you could do a thing where like part of the invitation is, you know, like bring three dress up items or bring, you know, you know, you know, 
some old clothes or whatever. I don't know. But then you pile all that stuff together with maybe like some construction paper and just some crazy stuff. And then instead of coming in costume, everybody oh, has like 45 minutes one. to put together the best costume they can out of just this like craft stuff and junk. That's Oh, that's a fun idea. Hard. That's fun. Would then you, everybody's uh, just everybody's just sitting around wearing a bunch of old clothes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm a hobo. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Hey. Me too. <laughs> uh, would um, if you're do doing the costume thing, I, there, there's two things here. One, would you do it thematic, meaning that like, um, you know, this year the the party is superheroes. You know, come dressed as a superhero. Next year it's you know whatever. Um, so we'll start with that, and I'll hit you with the other one. Yeah, so um, I didn't really think about that, but I would I would actually really like I like both. I like the idea of a theme and then everybody just showing up in random stuff. But uh -huh. having the theme would be really cool because um, if you're all hanging out and you're all superheroes, it kind of fits, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I, I that could be cool. Uh, I'm kind of on the fence either one, you know, because I kind of like the idea of just whatever. Um, but having a theme uh, could be really fun. Yeah, it's, you know, I don't know which would be better. On the one hand, I kind of think for some people, if it's a theme, it helps them because some people are a little bit shy. And by like telling them, okay, it's got to be in this direction, it yeah. gives them something to kind of glean or to know that, oh, yeah, this, you know, as long as I'm wearing something like this, everybody's going to be down with it. Yeah. But then, like, on the other hand, you know, it is a lot harder to be in theme than it is to just, you know, throw on those old clothes and be the hobo, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think, uh, now that you said that, I think a theme might be kind of more fun because it keeps people from showing up as like a cowboy or yeah. uh, I'm a nurse. <laughs> I'm wearing my scrubs, you know. You well, for like creative types, too. And, and you, you know, you, you know this more than I as far as like art goes. Sometimes when something restricts you, it, it makes you push even harder to come up with something really wild and bizarre that, you know, right. you would have thought of if you didn't have the restrictions. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because if you're like, if you say like Star Wars, you have all the basic characters. So you try to think of something else. So then you're like, instead of being a character, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be an X-Wing, you know, and you try to make <laughs> yeah. an X-Wing costume or, or, or you know, I'm, George uh, Lucas you know, with I'm the camera or, you know, yeah. Yes. Right. Exactly. That's cool. Yeah. Would you do prizes? Would you, or, or not? I mean, the prizes aren't the big important part, but the like, would it be a contest? I guess is where I'm going. Um, so I kind of thought about that on my list. Um, I thought it would be kind of fun to do, uh, a contest and just give like a really fun kind of trophy. Um, yeah. we actually did something like that with just my immediate family, uh, for Thanksgiving. We had like, uh, we did two, two, two years. We did a, a cook off and we did, uh, what can you make with what's the best spam recipe? <laughs> and the other one was like, who baked? who baked the best chocolate cake. I can't quite remember, but we, we made like a, like a little trophy, you know, and it was fun. So I think it'd be cool to do that, but just make like a really neat trophy, like spray paint a, a skull gold and stick it on like a, you know, or, you Bring know, like a little stand or something, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, or, and you know, right, right on there, what it was for or something, you know, just something kind of, kind of cool. Yeah, for sure. That, that does. Uh, it, it, it's always nice to have stuff like that. We do, uh, a Christmas thing in my family where we play a tournament of spoons. It's like the most deadly tournament oh, of spoons okay. you've ever seen. 
like I have scars from past playing oh. in it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there is a trophy that goes with it, which is a giant spoon. And then on, you know, like a salad or not a salad, but like a serving spoon. Okay. And um, like on the inside of the cup of it, when you, when you get the trophy, you get to etch your name. So it's got like all, oh, the, nice. all the winners and nice. But, uh, that, that always makes it that much more special. You get to put it up on your mantle and people are like, what's that spoon about? You know, oh, right. let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> let me show you the scars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, a little bit off topic. Have you ever been to a Halloween party where you got to come in cost costume? And if so, like what's your favorite costume you saw at the Halloween party? Maybe even your own. I don't know. Oh, so it's been a long time. It's been before before we had kids. So it's been 20 years, but, uh, I remember, I, I remember one year my, uh, wife and I went and she went as Marilyn Monroe, which was great. And I went as a Smurf. Uh, so we, we didn't, we didn't like, you know, we didn't have a theme, but I remember like mine was pretty cool. Cause I found like kind of like a white little hat and white, but the problem was the body paint I used <laughs> didn't dry. It was the oh, wrong man. kind of paint. So I couldn't I couldn't sit like on the couch. I couldn't lean against the wall because it left paint <laughs> everywhere. So I had to like just pretty much stand. No one could touch me. You know, I couldn't bump into anybody. Um it was <laughs> so you, you might have started the night as artsy, but I'm sure by the end of the night you were grumpy, right? Yeah, it was bad, dude. Cause then you go on the way home, yeah. you couldn't you couldn't sit in a in the car seat. You had to like lean forward so you didn't you know, it's <laughs> yeah. That's the only one I really remember. I, um, actually, well, one year, <laughs> one year, uh, Sarah and I, we both went as French maids, um, <laughs> different colors, and uh, yeah, that was that was that was. It's funny now when the kids see that and they're like, "What? What is? What is Dad doing?" <laughs> this like, is not right. Yeah. Uh, the uh, so that in real life, um, I think that the the best one I've seen in real life was like um, it was it was a couple. They went as cat burglars and their kids went as cops. <laughs> and then, oh, uh, wow. There's one on the internet. I can't remember if I saw it this year or last, but it was, uh, it's four people. Three of them are dressed as the Ninja Turtles, and one of them's wearing a toga and carrying like paint and a, and a brush. <laughs> you know, they all come together. It's like, you know, the, the oh. one didn't get the memo or whatever. Oh, that Michelangelo. Okay. Oh, oh that's funny. That's funny. So um, it's it's hard now because like um, there's so many neat Halloween costumes, but with uh, like all the comic conventions and the cosplay out there, you, you kind of see that stuff like all year, you know, mm -hmm. on if if you look at like comic conventions and stuff and that's some of that stuff is so amazing. I was actually just listening to a podcast, uh, Shane Plays Geek Talk, and he was um, talking with cosplayers and I've. I've never really understood that very well. I mean, like I get, you know, it's fun to be in costume, but it just, I, I don't know. I'm not part of that, that scene, I guess. But talking with these people, one of the things they brought up that just like gave me a whole new understanding is that like for these people, the convention is like an art show. It's like, this is their gallery. They, they've spent all year building this costume and, and doing this okay, art yeah. that's like almost a performance, performance art. And, right, uh, right, and that's their chance to get it out there and get the public to see it and interact with it, and and they're like, oh yeah, that's kind of cool. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, I I always thought it'd be kind of fun if I had I, I'd want the right costume and I'd want it to you know look good, not 
something I made, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> something I bought or someone made for me. But I think it'd be, I just think it'd be fun to like walk around because everybody, oh, let me take a picture, and you get to you know, you're not yourself, you're you know, whoever, and just kind of have fun. It's almost yeah, it's almost like you're you're in a play like all day, sort of. Yeah, I guess yeah. Uh, there was one. Um, so I used to do a podcast called Plan Nine from Cyberspace, where we reviewed B movies. And uh, the guy that ran the podcast had us all go with him to this horror convention. And uh, at the time, like, I mean, like, the podcast was was pretty in the blue, right? I mean, there was a lot of language, a lot of talking about movies that had a lot of inappropriate stuff in it. And I was pretty young into my teaching career. So I, I was like, ah, oh, man, I don't, you know, I don't want this to get back into school. So I, I and the on the podcast, I did a voice and I called myself Dell. And so when we go to this convention, we were going as our, you know, as our, our podcast, trying to kind of get the word out about ourselves and, and, and interact with other podcasts. So I actually went in costume, not like really in costume, but like in I, I had a, a wig on and a ball cap. And I, I did like a prosthetic. Uh, uh, what was it? like a, a like a like lamb chops or something? I can't really remember fully. Um, that's funny but so the whole time i was like in character and it was interesting you know at first it was obviously really awkward but by the end it was it was kind of interesting just like inhabiting this this different person during the convention and and you know yeah. what would dale do about this or why, what would he say to this person that just you know asked him a question uh so yeah it, it could be cool man i you know i i, I think i shortchanged those cosplayers a lot uh yeah Definitely, you know. yeah. And then a year later, you're still Adele. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is no more Lou. <laughs> I think I remember that podcast. That was a long time a ago. A long time ago. That was like, yeah. I remember the, the guy that ran it. Uh, I, we were somewhere, I don't know, hanging out. And he's like, I'm going to do a podcast. And I'm like, what the hell's a podcast? You know, because that was like <laughs> when it was first becoming a thing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, talking about you know radio and all this uh would there be music oh yeah, oh, yeah definitely that's on my list uh, i would definitely have a, a playlist going um i think for like the main uh like the main areas of like quote unquote the, the house i would have like uh some just a whole playlist of random halloween music but i also thought it'd be kind of cool to have a spot like maybe uh i don't know like if there was a room kind of off to the side where you know like I don't know, you just needed to take a break or maybe by the bathroom or something. And it was just strictly spooky haunted house music, yeah. you know, so you could just kind of get in that vibe with, you know, but the rest of it, I think would be, you know, the monster mash and, and like all kind of just, uh, you know, rock and roll Halloween music and stuff, just kind of low in the background, just to set the scene. Yeah. I always like, uh, having a place to dance. Uh, um, my, my, my daughters, especially them, their friends, they're real big into dancing, do like swing dancing okay. and all that kind of thing. Oh, wow. Nice. So, yeah, that's definitely one thing that I had on my list is to have like the garage or, or some area that's cleared out and set up for dancing and have like a thematic music. Did you by chance like kind of brainstorm what kind of songs would be on your playlist? Um, well, I mean, so I actually have a playlist on um, on Spotify. OK. And I add to it every year. But like. um I'll just read off a couple of them if, if you yeah, want. Yeah, because um, I was going to trade you. I was going to read off some of mine. Oh, okay, okay. So, uh, so I'll go. I'll, I'll go first, then you go. Sure. Okay. Uh, so one of my favorites is called "Pet Cemetery" by the Ramones. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I had forgotten. 
Yeah, no, that that would have made uh, the list if I'd remembered. Uh, so, I mean, forgoing the stuff that everybody would do, Monster Mash and all that. Um, okay, sure. Uh, one of the ones I thought would be a good one is uh, there's a song called Monster by the band The Automatic. Have you ever heard that one? It's kind of a more recent song, last 15 years. Uh, I'm going to write it down. It's called Monster? Yeah, Monster. Like the, I am not a singer, nor am I about to uh, hurt everybody's ears by trying to be a singer. But like the main... Main chorus is, what's that coming over the hill? Is it a monster? A monster? But uh, this is pretty cool. Oh, song. okay. Who sings it? The Automatic. Automatic. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to look and see if it's on my list because uh, I don't see it on here. But uh, okay. Um, let me see. So, so another one I really like this year. It's called Bloodsucker. By the paralyzed age, huh. and uh, it's pretty good. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like, I mean, it's like a rock song, but it's Halloween themed. But if you kind of, uh, I've actually been listening to it when I go to the gym, and kind of, I don't really hear the words so much, and it's like a pretty cool rock song. <laughs> but it's a good one. It's a good Halloween one. Did you say the band was called the H? Uh, paralyzed age. Paralyzed age. Okay. All right. Put it on the list to check out. Yeah, definitely. It's a good one. Uh, let's see. This one's maybe too obvious, but I've always really been a big fan of Blue Oyster Cult's Godzilla. Godzilla. I know I've heard it, but that one's not on my list. I'll check it out. Oh, no. There goes Tokyo. Go, go, Godzilla. Oh. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's cool. It's a fun little okay. jam from the from the 70s. Okay, yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh. This one's <laughs> this one's called "Get Down Goblin" by Jan Terry T E R R I. You got to look that one up. All right, put it on the <laughs> list here. Jan Terry. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> it's a pretty fun one. Uh, okay, so I'm thinking I would put Ghostbusters on there, but not Ghostbusters from Ghostbuster One, not Ray Parker Jr. Okay. But the Run DMC rap version of Ghostbusters from oh, Ghostbusters Two. Okay. 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 All right. Speaking of that, let me look. Uh, I have. Um, I don't know if this is from Ghostbusters one or two. Whoops. Uh, it's called "On Our Own" by Bobby Brown. Hmm. It might be. I think it's Ghostbusters two. Yeah, I would think if it's Bobby Brown, that's kind of more his era. Yeah, yeah. It's Ghostbusters two. That one's really good too. It's called "On Our Own." Man, I remember when that was the like he was like the popular act. Yeah. All right. Um. The more I'm looking at this, the more I'm like, yeah, these are all way too obvious. <laughs> I thought I had some real deep cuts, but not really. Nope. Uh, so there's uh, Dancing at the Zombie Zoo by Tom Petty. Okay, I don't think I've heard that one. Yeah, it's kind of a kind of upbeat song. It's not not real intense or anything. All right. Um, you know, um, Monster Squad. Mm-hmm. The movie Monster Squad. Yeah. So they got the movie Rock Until You. I mean, the song Rock Until You Drop. Yeah, it's it's by uh, what's who's it by? The Arcadian or something like that. Steamage. It's called Rock Until You Drop. It's really good. I don't. I uh, can't say I can't. Uh, I can't say that I remember the song from the movie. So I'm gonna have to yeah, look that one up because I, I definitely yeah. love the movie. That's a good one. So, uh, are you familiar with the band Golden? Uh, I cannot talk. Are you familiar with the band Golden Earring? No. 
Okay, so they've got a song called Twilight Zone that, that I would uh, throw okay. out there on the party. Okay, so um, I have a bunch of just basic, uh, like, uh, theme from, you know, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas and uh, that's a good one. stuff like that. You know, uh, the theme from Halloween, Halloween, stuff like that. that song. Uh, a lot of instrumental stuff, but um, I guess one more. Uh, I guess, I guess I'd go. I'll go with uh, "Keeping Halloween Alive" by Alice Cooper. Uh -huh. Not bad. I kind of mix them up. I have like, uh, I guess you you know songs with lyrics and then just instrumental, you know, to, to kind of mix it up. My last one will be the. Uh, uh, it's another kind of deep cut it was it was on the radio for a while but as i understood it they had to take it off because of uh, copyright infringement uh -huh. but it was uh fresh prince of bel-air uh freddy's uh, nightmare yes or whatever uh nightmare yeah, on my a street. good one yeah not yes nightmare on my street or whatever yeah okay they don't play that anymore do they no like when we were kids i, I don't know if you in, in this you know memory being what it is this may not be correct but i remember like it came out Super popular was on all the stations for like two weeks and then just disappeared. Yeah, and uh, I remember at the time somebody told me, Yeah, they didn't have the rights to Nightmare on Elm Street and uh, Paramount or whoever, uh, Touchstone, I guess it was, um, you know, was, was you know, threatened to sue them if they didn't pull it from radios. And but oh, uh, wow, yeah, yeah, because I think in the song they actually, I think they may have sampled the movie or so they have like Freddy Krueger, yeah, the the like back background uh and i can't do it justice but yeah the music in the background was that like uh sort of instrumental part that's that's sometime played during that movie okay yeah um, and then you know of course they refer to freddie and and all that and uh imitate his voice and all that so you know i think i have the uh 45 single for that oh yeah i think i do i'm gonna have to go look yeah, that's a good one. That's a good pick. You used, to, you used to hear that all the time. That's right. So, yeah, so, okay. So, um, so music. And then I thought, um, so you'd have the food, you got some music going and then I thought, you know, entertainment, yeah. um, maybe, maybe have some, um, some Halloween specials playing on a TV. If someone just wanted to kind of take a break and just watch like, you know, Garfield or, you know, um, you remember Roseanne, the the comic, uh, the sitcom Roseanne? Yeah, they had a she couple to... of them, didn't they? As far as like a uh, Halloween specials, wasn't yeah, that kind like, of their things? They did like uh, they did one I think almost every year, and they were really good. They they went all out with costumes and all yeah, kinds. I of remember stuff. Uh, the one year I, th I think it was John Goodman's character had, was like uh, Mary Antoinette, where it was like the headless woman carrying around the you know the queen and carrying around the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are fun. Um. I thought you could, if if you wanted to, you know, I could do the um, pin a tail on the donkey, but you could put the stem on the pumpkin. Um, it's always fun spinning people around and watching them try to not hit the wall. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter uh, this year, or I guess yeah, this this past May, she turned. 17 and she just wanted to have like a garden party in, in my my mom's backyard so we had all these dishes and plates and uh put out lights and stuff and then we did she wanted to do pin the tail on the donkey because i don't i don't know if we've ever done that so we did that and you know it's 
these teenagers and we we're spinning them around and you know i did it and sarah did it my mom and dad did it and it's it's pretty fun it sounds kind of lame but it's it's fun it's fun mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fun watching <laughs> um and that reminded me of something else. i forgot it uh spin the tail on the donkey or charades Charades is always Charades fun. Always a killer at a party. Man, I, I had someone like, "Oh yeah, what about?" And then I now I cannot. It had to do with games. It was inspired by Pin the Tail and the Donkey. It was pinata. Pinata would be fun. What more I was thinking, but yeah, that would be a good one. Bashing a a ghost. Yeah, ghosts. <laughs> yeah, that's an easy one to do. Just make the take the balloon and just kind of drape stuff down from it to make the bottom part of the ghost. Man, oh, geez. Oh, well. It'll come to me when we're about to close out the episode. Yeah, just add it in. And also, yeah. burp, burp, burp. <laughs> <laughs> um, Like some board games or something. Yeah, well, and that was one thing I thought of is, like, it would be really fun to do, like, a murder mystery party. Oh, dude, that's on my list. As a Halloween party. Yes. That's all. That's all. A murder mystery kind of, yeah. Or like an escape room, if you could figure out like how to uh, set up like one of your one of your rooms, you know, to make it sort of like you got to solve puzzles or something. Yeah, especially if you've got the uh, the house to remodeling. Yeah, put in some bars here and there, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a murder. Well, what's it called? Murder dinner theater or whatever they call it, where you you eat and someone's someone's dead in the foyer. <laughs> the oh um. You could do like a fear factor kind of thing where you buy like the weirdest foods that you can find and, oh, and see yes. who can make it all the way through like the simplest ones all the way up to like the, the pickles, pig's feet and stuff like that, you know, oh, like yeah. chicken legs and whatnot. Definitely. That would be fun. That that would be fun. We, uh, I, I guess you've probably seen some of the old f- the food reviews that I've done with my family where we've gone to like the Russian grocery store or the the Asian grocery store and just buy random stuff because we can't read the labels. <laughs> and then we come home and we all just try them. And uh, sometimes you get some good stuff and sometimes you don't. <laughs> you don't really know what's in it. <laughs> I do remember one that it was, uh, there's like one item that like just nobody liked, but maybe your dad. Yeah. There's, if there's not a picture on the can, it's kind of a toss up of what's in it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm trying to think of other things for this ultimate party here. Um, oh, so I got one more thing. Um, so if, if you know, uh, get the murder mystery, the escape room, board games. I thought it'd be kind of fun if you if you grouped up or paired up and you set a time of like 10, 20, 30 minutes and you went and made a mini horror movie or scary movie with just, you know, your phone and you just in the house, in the yard whatever props are around and every group makes a their own little you know it's got to be like let's say two minutes or less or something you know whatever and then then you all get together and show them on the tv and then you vote for like the best uh would be cool you know best scariest or most creative or funniest or whatever it'd be something kind of fun to do like you could even like plan ahead and do just like a single scene out of like a well-known movie like you know a scene that has like three or four actors in it just oh, and see how they buy, buy it. props that are that are good for that scene, and be like, okay, this is your guy's version of that scene. This is your guy's version of that scene, and like compare 
you know what how it's done between the different groups oh yeah that'd be cool yeah hey that's an idea for your uh, party for your junior high kids yeah no, they, you it, it is that'd man, be kind of fun it just wasn't like two days away it's like man. <laughs> but uh yeah no that that would be something because they're they, they love filming themselves and yeah, yeah hamming it up that is it that is a good perfect kind of activity for that age level yeah we um years ago um the church that we were going to did a what was it called it was um man i can't remember the name but you they took junior high kids up to a certain age and you went and stayed with the family for a weekend not a whole weekend but almost a weekend so like at our house we would have like eight to ten boys or eight to ten girls and they had scheduled events where you'd go to the church and listen to a, a sermon. Then you'd go do some community service. Then you'd come play basketball. Then you'd have dinner. And then you'd spend the night with the family and just have fun. But uh, one of the years, one of the projects was as your group, you had to make a video. Uh, can't remember exactly. I think you had to like do a scripture out of the Bible, but make it relevant to today or something. But all those kids had so much, and, and the adults, but we had so much fun trying to come up with an idea and make it fun and funny. And then <laughs> on the last day, um, at we'd have a closing service and then a lunch, and then everybody went home. Uh, and during lunch, they played all the videos, and it was so much fun watching what everybody came up with and how you know. And it's really neat. It's a really fun idea. Yeah, no, everybody that, can you know, do something of, with it. Everything you know. we've talked about tonight, I think that's like one of those way up there. Yeah, that's you know that that's something that not I haven't heard of other people doing, but it's just a, a brilliant little fun thing to do yeah. at a party, or to play like one of those games where like um I don't know we used to call it assassin, but where you like like the game assassin, you sit in a circle and there's one person that's drawn a card that has an X on it. And, and that means they're the assassin. So you're looking around the circle and if you wink, you, you kill the person. If you're the assassin, you wink and they, they you know, oh, okay. and if you think you know who the assassin is, you can accuse them. But if it's not them, you're out of the game and the circle keeps shrinking. But okay. if you did something like that, where randomly someone would be assigned to be the murderer and their thing was to like, put like a, a black sticky note on you. And if, if somehow you found a black sticky note on you, you were dead and, you had okay. to figure out who the murderer was before the end of the night. That'd oh, yeah, yeah. So it'd, it'd go on the whole evening. That'd be yeah, fun. Yeah, just kind of in the background of the rest of the party. Yeah. And then uh, I, I did think of the thing when we are talking about pin the tail on the donkey. Um, so we were talking at school about bobbing for apples. And, like, there's this big reaction from some of the kids. Like, that is so gross. You mean, like, you're putting your face in water that other people put their face in? Right, you're like, right. I, I never thought about that as a yeah. kid, man. I must have played Bother for Apples, like, a dozen times. Yeah. I never really thought of it till now that I'm older. I'm like, man, that's nasty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Slobbering in there and everything. Yeah. I guess I nowadays, you know, with, with, you know, germs and COVID and <laughs> flu shots and everything, it's like, mm, not doing that. <laughs> What would be fun though, along the same lines though, is you could uh, you could have like a big bucket, maybe maybe not apples, something uh, something creepy, and instead of bobbing for it, you could like have a spear and like try to like you know oh, yeah. spear it, like it on there, yeah, yeah, that'd be kind of fun, to kind of go with the Halloween theme, or, or have something like um, you know, going back to the Jello or whatever, have something that you can't. You couldn't see through very well that you had to dig your hand underneath 
to try to find whatever it was some small object or whatever. Okay, yeah. So, you could ha- you could like handcuff two people together and, and put the key like in the uh, bottom of like a bowl of Jello or something and and do like teams and whoever can get the key fastest, you know, they uh-huh. they move on to the next level or something. That would be cool. Has kind of that uh, saw aesthetic going for it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'm I'm trying to think of what else I got, man. I, th- I think we've covered about all the interesting things that I was thinking about doing. Yeah, I know. I, I wish I was doing some of it, some of the yeah. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, do do you have plans this Halloween? You have anything fun going on? Um, not not really. Uh, like we don't kids don't really do the trick or treat. So, and we don't give out candy. So I'm not really sure. I kind of, I kind of still like to just go where everybody's trick or treating and just walk around for a while. But, <laughs> uh, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, definitely if nothing else, watch a scary movie or something, you know? Yeah. I think that's probably going to be the main thing we get up to. Uh, my son's right at that age where I think he's still maybe going to go trick or treating. We'll probably take him out. Um, okay, cool. But, uh, the girls are old enough now that, they might go to a friend's house and hang out and walk around their neighborhood, maybe, but I don't know. Yeah. Definitely a good night for an old scary movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. We'll always enjoy these Halloween episodes. Yeah, definitely, man. It's, definitely. Uh, you know, it's a good, good chance to just sit down and, uh, you know, I, I got to hang out with you there at North Texas, but, uh, you know, it's it's hard being being so far apart as what we are to, to, to get to conversate with you about things, yeah, and, no. and projects I want you to work on. So, yeah. All right, man, I still need to, I still need to get with you on the, that drawing for the, uh, Oh yeah. We're going to do the contest. Yeah. yeah, well, I, yeah. I, I, it had gotten over past my yeah. brain too. So same here. I'll, I'll get with you on that after Halloween sometime. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Well, uh, so, so if you're listening, if you made it all the way to the end of this episode, you're, you're getting a hint about a, a contest that we're going to do with our, uh, our regular gaming episodes. So awesome times, man. I, I really yeah, appreciate definitely. you coming on, carving out a oh, piece my of your night for me. My pleasure. Um, do you have any projects you're working on, at, at, you know, outside of the gaming? I know you know, uh, you've done several books. Well, yeah, uh, actually, um, I'm starting up. I'm, well, I guess I'm restarting uh, my YouTube channel. I'm going to do like how to draw videos. Oh, awesome. Uh, kind of just kind of simple. Uh, I don't want to say kitty drawings but you know simple uh ink drawings i'm gonna color them with markers just to uh give that a shot and and kind of share kind of well so you can kind of edit some of this out but just i just want to simple little drawings and people can follow along nothing complicated no watercolor just uh simple simple stuff because you know uh sarah's a teacher and she talks about how some of the kids really like to draw and all that and um i don't know it, se- it seems like so much now is digital and with phones and tablets that uh whenever i hear of a kid actually drawing or something like that it's like oh man that's cool they still do that <laughs> yeah <laughs> not a lot so no, that, that's awesome i know you know the the, the few occasions that i get to go on and trying to do my own art i almost always try to get online and, and, and learn some new technique or something, you know, something to help me do better at what I'm doing. And, and there, there are so many out there that are really good and there's so many out there that are really bad. So, uh, yeah, you know, I think especially if you're doing something that, that can help somebody, you know, like myself, that's like kind of entry level, you know, something that you can, 
pick quick, uh, pick up on quickly and then master and kind of build from that's That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I've done a couple and I, so I'm trying to keep it really simple. Cause when, when I did them before I had a camera set up and I was doing watercolor paintings and I was talking the whole time. And you know, if, if, um, if you run out of stuff to say, or somebody walks in the room, it's hard to uh, edit it out. Cause you're actually doing a watercolor painting. You can't, you know, can't just and, stop uh, or, yeah. yeah. And so it was just, you had to schedule everything. It just wasn't really, it was just so much work. And so with, with these, they're just simple drawings. I'm not even talking. Uh, it's um, the the whole idea is you can just follow along, pause the video, just kind of copy what I'm doing, because um, uh, it just it makes it easier for me and more fun. So I don't get burned out like trying to like. Oh, we'll see how it works. I don't know if people want me to say okay now draw a circle and this and that, or if they just want to follow along. I'm not really sure. Hmm. I could always I know, go like back and try that. For me, I think it's nice to hear the person's voice because it kind of it almost gives you like companionship. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I figured I'd start without it. The videos are like they're less than five minutes. I mean, they're really, really quick. And uh, I figured I'd just ask whoever watches, you know, hey, do you want voiceover or not? You know, um, mm -hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully they won't. <laughs> 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 Be, being totally square maybe this isn't the right thing for the medium but uh you know everybody's always telling me oh you got to do a tiktok video just a quick tiktok video yeah yeah is that something you ever thought of doing putting something like that on tiktok or I, I don't okay know okay so uh i listen to a lot of writing podcasts because I've, I've written you know a couple kids books and whatnot and a lot of author well most of the writing podcasts i listen to are either romance authors or thriller romance i mean i'm sorry romance or thriller type uh, uh -huh. novels. And, and that's a, a big, huge market. They make a lot of money, but a lot of them will make book. They call it book talk where, where they'll read from their book or talk about it or whatever. And apparently it drives sales through the roof. Um, so I was trying to think of a way to do that. I, I don't use TikTok. I don't really want to get into all that, but I thought, if I take the videos that I'm making for YouTube, since they're only like five minutes or less, I could speed them up or shorten them and then just put them on TikTok yeah. with the link. I guess you could link it to YouTube. I don't really know how that works, but then I could just, you know, quote unquote, double dip and use the same video for both. And then I could throw it up on Facebook, too. And, you know, I don't know. We'll see what happens. No, I think that's a good idea. And, and you also just recently dropped some of your your illustrations that you had done. Um, that were, I don't know that they're all fantasy oriented, but I think a lot of them were into drive through, didn't you? I I did. I uh, <laughs> I got the wild bug one day. Uh, I actually was. Uh, man, I don't have my notes in front of me, but you were interviewing a guy that does stock art for oh, uh, J. E. Shields, J., uh, James Shields. Yeah, yeah, the guy that's got like three thousand drawings or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, man, you know, I, I, I draw stuff all the time. So I'm like, I'll just throw some up there. So I spent like a week and that's all I did. I drew like, I don't know, 12 or 14 or something and just kind of put them up there, just random, you know, stuff. But yeah, that's another, I mean, I haven't sold any or anything, but I haven't really advertised or any, I don't really yeah. know how big that market is or not. Yeah, I, I'm not real sure either. I know that like some of my small publisher friends, that's a, a good source for them to go to when they want to 
you know, they're trying to do a project that's like got a real streamlined budget and uh, there's just so much on there to choose from that it's yeah. a good source to go to and be like, okay, maybe that, maybe that, you yeah. know, that inspires me. Um, but then I also know that once they find an artist on there that they like, they can kind of, kind of narrow it down to just the stuff they're doing. Oh, sure. Uh, and that, sure. that gets to be real helpful. So, yeah. But. Yeah. And I've got a, I've got a few things I put on teachers pay teachers. Do you use that website? Um, I don't, I probably should. I just, uh, it, my, my problem is like, I, I always need the thing like two minutes ago. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> I got to make this like, you know, um, you know, this, this uh, audible here, you know, I can, I can go and try to hunt for it on the internet, but I may or may not find exactly what I want or I can try to build it real quick. Right. And right. it's like, I almost always go, well, I know for a fact I can build it. It may not be the best that it'll be, you know, usually I come back to it, fix it up for the next, you know, year or two years or whatever. But, uh, but, but at least I know I'm going to get close to what I'm wanting to teach and it's going to have the elements I'm looking for. Whereas I found like if I go to try to buy it or find it on the internet, sometimes I'm just on there for like an hour and it's like, well, this one's okay, but I don't know oh, sure. that or it doesn't, doesn't quite sync up with what we're doing or, um, but it is a, it is a super popular site. I mean, I know a lot of teachers that that's like yeah. the whole curriculum. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff on there. Yeah. But that's about it, man. I've got, uh, I've got all that going and you know, just usual, just drawings here and there and all that kind of stuff. Oh, um, not to keep stretching this conversation on, but no, no, uh, your your new uh, I always call it your Halloween shirt. It seems like every year about Halloween you come out with a, a an icon that uh, you can go get. Uh, oh yeah, key public. Um, yeah. you kind of had two that I saw, and they both had owls on them. Oh, actually, uh, yeah, I did. Uh, okay, so one one had an owl, or two, maybe two. I did I did a couple owl drawings just for fun. Then one is a uh, it's a. Did you ever make the ghost with the lollipop where you take a like a yeah. tootsie roll pop and you put a napkin over it? <laughs> make a ghost so I, I put that on a shirt and then um a ghost like that's inside of a donut and it's called the ghost uh ghost ghost preserver <laughs> yeah. I, I was trying to figure that one out like you know some, I was thinking some, like, sometimes a, like a life yeah, preserver sometimes like wow that's that's really left brain there yeah but, i'm uh, not really sure i just thought it i was sketching ghosts and uh I, for some reason, I just kind of had a circle around them, and it was like a donut. And I'm like, "Oh, that's kind of cute." And I'm like, "That's a ghost preserve." I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> but yeah, sometimes for, you just put it down, it's, and it's literally like a ghost, like kind of like bebopping in the middle of a, a like a cake donut with icing and sprinkles, right? Yes. It's, it's yeah, I, you know. Sometimes weird, whatever like, I come okay, up with, I just go uh, some donuts. Why not, man? Yeah. Too crazy. Yeah, I just. You know, like set it down and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was wondering on the owl one, or, or, or I, th I think there's two. I'm pretty sure there's two owls, right? Uh, let me one see that has like there's... a cup of uh, uh, like hot chocolate or something. Yes. And then there's another one I thought you did that. One I did. He was flying overhead with um, like a pumpkin bucket. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Okay, yes, yeah. those are the two I'm thinking of. So, yeah. um, just. Just the owl was was unthemed with Halloween, or what? Did you like what? What inspired two owls? You know, back to back. Okay, so so are you familiar with Inktober? People do mm -hmm. Inktober. Yeah. Okay, so now now like a lot of people will put out suggestions. Companies will say, "Hey, draw this." Well, one of the suggestions for somewhere as I saw the first 
the very first day was an owl, like owl. And uh, I'm like, yeah, I've never done this. So, you know, I'll try that one. And uh, so I ended up, I actually have another owl. I have to, I got one more to post. So there'll be (laughs) four owls total. (laughs) (laughs) And I I don't think I've drawn an owl in like 10 years, you know, (laughs) but there it is. It all stored up in you. Now you're getting it out. Yeah. Speaking of owls, man, at, at work, uh, and years ago, I want to say six, seven years ago, maybe, uh, where I was at work, there was an owl that had, that hit the power lines and it, and it, it was dead on the ground. So I took one of the feathers cause it was a really pretty feather. And I, I made a quill out of it and then used that quill to draw a picture of a, of an owl. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah, um, every now and then we'll get a great horned owl that'll oh, land out in our fields. Nice. And uh, you just, you, you don't realize how big those animals are. Is that the white one? Uh, no, that's, uh, these are the ones that have the, they're like the ones that are always used for like spooky movies and stuff. Or Oh, they got the little feathers. With the points on the sides of its okay. head, they go way up. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, they're like. You know, I'm not tall, but uh, they come almost up past my knee, just standing there squatting on the ground. Oh, wow. Uh, big dudes. But... All right, I'll let you go, man. I, I keep extending okay. the conversation no, here. it's fine, but, man. Uh, it's good. Um, Appreciate it. It's fun. We'll definitely uh, we'll, we'll talk more off the air here uh, as, as the year progresses. I got a lot of a lot of ideas, a lot of things I'm going to need you to do. I, we got that cool. map I've been talking to you about. about oh, yeah, the, yeah, uh, definitely the uh uh kids scout camp there for dare luck clubs so. oh cool okay fun christopher man thank you so much for oh, all of you. you that have made it to the end of the uh, podcast thanks <laughs> for hanging out with us uh you, you know, get a trophy <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> we'll be we'll be building that right away here we'll have my death mask on it um, <laughs> perfect <laughs> if you have a halloween story uh or, or comment <laughs> about our stories feel free to write it in we'll mix it in with the regular podcast so that uh, we can get those on there uh, but we will have a regular uh, November episode coming up here um, with uh, with Edwin and Bill and the regular gang here. But uh, and and we'll probably talk about games on that episode, I imagine. <laughs> but anyhow, <laughs> uh, this has been this old dungeon. Thank you all for listening. And again, Christopher, thank you so much, man. Thank you, man. Good talking to you. Good to talk to you. All right, later. <laughs>